Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 78, where we're discussing the shape of things to come from season 4 of Lost. Wake up, Charles. I wondered when you were going to show up. I see you've been getting more sun. Iraq is lovely this time of year. When did you start sleeping with a bottle of scotch by the bed? When the nightmares started. Have you come here to kill me, Benjamin? We both know I can't do that. Then why are you here? I'm here, Charles, because you murdered my daughter. Don't stand there looking at me with those horrible eyes of yours and lay the blame for the death of that poor girl on me. When we both know very well I didn't murder her at all, Benjamin. You did. No, that's not true. Yes, Benjamin, it is. You creep into my bedroom in the dead of night like a rat. You have the audacity to pretend that you're the victim. I know who you are, boy. What you are. I know that everything you have, you took from me. So, once again, I ask you, why are you here? I'm here, Charles, to tell you that I'm going to kill your daughter. Penelope, is it? And once she's gone, once she's dead, then you'll understand how I feel. And you'll wish you hadn't changed the rules. You'll never find her. That island's mine, Benjamin. It always was. It will be again. But she'll never find it. Then I suppose the hunt is on for both of us. I suppose it is. Sleep tight, Charles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 78 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're discussing The Shape of Things to Come, a Jack-centric episode. And uh, the first thing I have here um, is all about Jack's group. You know, Jack's coming down with the stomach bug, and, Mm -hmm. you know, Vincent... um, Is that Vincent? Yeah, Yeah, Vincent notices a dead body that is washed up on shore. They pull it in, and it's the doctor from the freighter. His throat has been slashed, and, you know, there's this mystery about what in the heck happened to the doctor. Yeah. 
Uh, Dan rigs up a device so he can send a telegraph message to the freighter and find out what happened to the doctor. And they respond that, he, um, and he says that they they say their friends are fine, and the helicopter is back and uh, will be back in the morning. Mm-hmm. So Bernard speaks up and says that he's lying and that the message really said that they you know have no clue what you're talking about and the doctor you know the doctor is fine. Right. So Jack gets mad and asks Dan if you know they were planning ever to take them off the island, and Dan says no. And uh, Jack is getting very sick and he's looking pretty nasty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. The the whole obviously whenever they found the doctor and you know then they responded that the doctor was fine. I mean, it made me think that totally you know either they're lying for one or mm-hmm. two something's happened and for whatever reason they're seeing something before you know this, right this whole time travel thing is like totally like in your face at this point you yeah. know yeah yeah and it's they, they need to give us some boundaries too so we can kind of make some sense of mm-hmm. exactly what is possible and what's not and yeah because we can't just expect that they can do whatever they want to do right and, you know that we're going to go along with it so in Locke's group, you know, Kimi and his men have Alex in custody and they take her back to the barracks. And they trigger an alarm which alerts Locke and the crew, you know, which throws them all into a panic. And Ben tells Locke that it's very important that you survive what's about to happen, mm-hmm. so stay, stay close to me. And Sawyer decides to go after Claire and Aaron when the, house, or when the house Claire is in is hit by some sort of bomb or something. I wasn't quite sure how it blew up, but... Uh, Sawyer gets her out of the house and she seems to be fine. Mm-hmm. So Miles is sent into their house with a walkie-talkie and says that, you know, they want to talk. And um, he says that they have a hostage, which is Alex. And Kimi tells Ben that if he doesn't come out and turn himself in, he's going to kill Alex. Yeah. Ben says she's not my daughter and she's just a pawn, nothing more. She means nothing to me, so if you want to kill her, go ahead and do it. So Kimi goes ahead and shoots her, and yeah. Ben is clearly surprised. And we find out more about that later. But he says, you know, he changed the rules. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was an intense scene altogether. I uh-huh. mean, the fact the first part with you know Sawyer running around and and um, you know going after Claire, which I thought was just, I mean, obviously, I mean most people would do something like that, but still, it was really cool to see Sawyer step out like that and uh-huh. risk his life. I mean, and uh, and to find Claire, but it was kind of odd to see Claire in, you know, that she it looked like she had been blown away from the building mm-hmm. of the house, but still was not dead for whatever reason. Yeah, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting. But the uh, scene with with Ben and Alex was just, uh, you know, it's like you could totally see right through him that. Alex did mean the world to him, mm-hmm. but he in his mind did believe that things would be different. Right. That he, there was some, for whatever reason that made me think that he obviously, he thought that he already knew the outcome, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Or at least it's like he thought he knew these rules, right. you know, and apparently those involved, you know, there's no way she could be killed. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know, now she is killed and all bets are off mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it's, it was really great. I mean, like like you said, the seeing a different side of Sawyer lately. I mean, we haven't mm-hmm. been seeing a lot about him at all, you know, the last few right. episodes. So it's kind of nice to see that there is a less selfish side of him that's starting to come out a little bit. Definitely. Um, but Ben takes off for his little secret agent room or whatever it is and, you know, goes into the, a secret wall in the back that looks very old. It mm-hmm. like, looked like it was like ancient writing and all that stuff yeah. all over it. 
So he comes out later and tells them that he needs them all to do exactly what he says, that they have to run out of the house and toward the tree line, and they want to be as far away from the guys with guns as possible. Yeah. The house starts shaking, and we see what looks like a huge version of the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. It makes the same sounds and all that stuff, and it appears to be attacking all of Kimi's crew. And uh, Hurley says, you know, did you just call that thing? And Ben yeah. says, you know, he tells him to go on to Jacob's cabin, and he's going to go say goodbye to his daughter. And Sawyer decides that he's had enough of the Jacob nonsense and decides he's going back to the beach. Claire and Miles go with him, and Sawyer tries to get Hurley to go with them, but Locke pulls a gun and says that Hurley has to stay with them because he knows where the cabin is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thoughts about all of that? Well, um, the, the the smoke monster thing was was interesting. Like he did, he did definitely have the control to summon that thing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, or you know, send it out and. Uh, it was ginormous and was like totally yeah. covering a whole area. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, you saw it jerk that one guy back in, you know, as he's running out and, and, um, I don't know. So that was kind of interesting. And, um, and then the whole thing obviously was pretty emotional when he went to say goodbye to Alex. And, yeah. uh, but the Jacob's, um, cabin, um, I think it's, it's, it's interesting that Ben seems just as lost about this cabin now as, as anybody, you know, mm-hmm. he's starting to kind of Ben's starting to, well, at least seem more honest, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, but that, that's still, he knows, I and mean, this Jacob character definitely is not something that he's just, you know, trying to give power to whatever. Like he really believes that Jacob is the, the source of power or the, or the answer mm-hmm. and they have to get there. Um, I did see think it was kind of interesting that uh, Sawyer and and Claire and Miles were going back to the beach, yeah. Because um, this sends um, Aaron uh, back to the beach, yeah. Which you know we we know Aaron gets off of the island, mm-hmm. um, and so that that to me puts them back together, makes more sense that way. Right. Kate's no, now back with that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like Hurley will be as well. I mean, that's right. b- where he was going to be going. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool to see him start to bring these people together that we mm-hmm. know got off the island. Yeah, yeah, it's really really cool. So in the Sahara Desert, you know, Ben wakes up wearing this heavy parka. He throws up and looks, you know, at his wounded shoulder. Mm-hmm. Ten men show up on, or ten men, two men show up on horses, and he fi- ends up fighting them off. And Ben goes to a hotel in Tunisia and gets a room under the name Dean Moriarty. He asks for today's date, and it's October 24, 2005. Um, on his way up to his room, we see Saeed on the news saying that he just wants to bury his wife in peace. We see that his wife was Nadia, and Ben shows up to take some photos, and Saeed notices him. And let's listen to that scene. Okay. You follow me to the grid? You spy on me? What are you doing here? I'm here to find the man who murdered your wife. How did you get here? came across the Syrian border. Really not as difficult How as you How did you get off the island? Your friend Desmond had a boat. 
Remember the Elizabeth. I followed a heading to Fiji. Then I chartered a plane. Why now? You remember the name Charles Widmore, don't you? The man who tried to convince the world that your plane was on the bottom of the ocean? What does it have to do with me? With Nadia? There was a man at her procession. He goes by the name of Ishmael Bakir. He's one of Widmore's men. Bakir was last seen five days ago in Los Angeles. Caught by a traffic camera speeding away from the corner of La Brea and Santa Monica. That's three blocks from where Nadia was killed. Why would these people want to murder her? I don't know. But they did. So Ben says he's there to find the man who murdered Saeed's wife. Mm -hmm. Saeed asks how he got off the island, and he says he used Desmond's boat. And Ben says there was a man at the funeral who had something to do with Nadia's murder. He shows him this photo of this guy and and basically tells Saeed that this is the guy that killed Nadia. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. Nadia's dead. Right. So it's, I mean, they're painting this picture of, you know, Saeed gets off the island. He gets mm -hmm. back together with Nadia. They get married. Everything is going great. And then she's murdered by somebody. Yeah. And it's, he kind of leads him to believe that Widmore is kind of the, the guy behind all of this. Yeah, that, definitely. That for some reason wanted to kill Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to where Ben showed up in the uh, desert there, um, that you know obviously made me think of whenever um was it Car uh, charlene or whatever charlotte Char yeah. yeah charlotte uh, she was in the desert and doing the research and found the uh the bear necklace or yeah the collar and uh right and I'm, I'm thinking you know this has to be some kind of porthole you know mm -hmm. to to this on and off place because they, they kind of i mean why else would would you know bending up there uh -huh. you know, it was kind of like he's arriving there from this island you know mm -hmm. um and um and then as he goes forward and he asks you know the day he asks the day and year right you know which was you know pretty interesting you yeah. know <laughs> yeah. um the girl kind of looked at him kind of weird but mm -hmm. um and then it was also just really crazy to see that Sai did get off the island did go find nadia mm -hmm. and got married you know we had talked about this so much like you know he was all he act like he's madly in love with her but yeah the whole shannon thing threw us off but um it's interesting to see this and now we see why um saeed in the previous episodes was was working for ben mm -hmm. and was so like adamant about it like like just just stone cold like killer yeah i mean that's what's really cool is this does kind of give us a better picture of, mm -hmm. of what happened here you know if, if saeed starts working for ben in order to get revenge on these people that killed right. nadia it totally explains why he would be working for Ben. Oh, yeah. And the, his attitude and the way he was just, you know, mm -hmm. on a mission, you know. Yeah. I love the thoughts about the portal. Like, you know, there being this place on the earth that's kind of like if you leave the island, that's where you end up. Yeah. And it makes sense that, you know, the polar bear she found was there in the middle of the desert, too. And it's like if you leave the island, this is where you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very cool. 
Uh, let's see here. So Ben starts tracking the man and follows him through some crowded streets until finally the man realizes that Ben is following him and mm-hmm. pulls a gun on him. Saeed shows up and shoots the guy. You know, and Ben tells him they're finished and to take his life and move on. Yeah. He says, it's not my war. It's, you know, it's my war, not yours. And Saeed says he spent the last eight years of his life looking for the woman he loved. He finally found her and he married her and then he buried her yesterday. So don't tell him it's not his war. Who's next? And Ben says, I'll be in touch and walks away smiling. Mm-hmm. His plan worked. Yeah. Obviously <laughs> so, another yeah. one of those things. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't, you know, I was trying to think of my, in my situation, if I were there, well, I might would fall for the same thing over and over again too. It seems like it's the same trick, Yeah, you know, over and over and over again. But you know, it's like, how do you, how do you clean that up? How do you change, you know, really find out what the, his motives are? Yeah. You know, I mean, did this guy even have anything to do with Nadia? Mm-hmm. You know, was, you know, and if, if not this Ben, cause I get caught back in this whole back and forth. Who's the good, who's the bad. But uh, right, um, right. once again, like we talked about before, maybe there's not a good, Yeah. you know, it's just both these people trying to get their way and mm-hmm. doing whatever they can to make that happen. Yeah. I think what's so confusing is trying to figure out who's responsible for what. Yeah. I mean, because we see Ben, you know, manipulating things over and over again, but we also see that Widmore has a lot to do with the things that are going on. Definitely. So it's like, who's responsible for what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, later he arrives at what ends up being Charles Widmore's house. Uh, Very awesome conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, He says, you know, have you come here to kill me, Benjamin? And he says, we both know I can't do that. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't understand. I mean, that alludes to some type of like, rules or you know mm-hmm. like he talked about before but if if uh Widmore later on you know so, you know or earlier we heard him say he, he changed the rules if he yeah. was able to change the rules why couldn't Ben you know right and yeah and here's where things get interesting because I I mean this I don't have a clue either what he's talking about either but the first thing that popped into my head was Michael uh-huh. and him not being able to kill himself because of something that the island needed to use him for. That's true. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like this is the same thing. Yeah. That they neither one of them can be killed because there's still something that they need to do for the island. Yeah. Almost. I'm, a, I'm almost wondering if maybe Widmore was either on this island mm-hmm. before, like as a child and grew, you know, or, or grew up there like Ben. Right. Um, and somehow got off. Right. And, and is now trying to find his way back. You know, like the, his obsession is because he knows about right. the island, yeah. like, like firsthand, and that also would explain him not being able to be killed either, you know, right. as well. I mean, it's like, um, to me, it almost seems like there has to be a, a point where Widmore was a part of that island. Yeah, right, right. You know? So Ben says he's there because he murdered his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you, I know, what's, yeah, I know who you are, boy, or what you are. I know that everything you have, you took from me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of reinforces your theory about Widmore kind of coming from this island almost. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Ben was his, you know, uh, successor on the island yeah. and, and took his place or something. Right. He says, I'm here, Charles, to tell you that I'm going to kill your daughter. And once she's gone, once she's dead, you'll understand how I feel and you wish you hadn't changed the rules. So it's almost like Charles has the the authority to change mm-hmm. the, the rules somehow, unless it's just a gentleman's agreement. You know, and they, Charles ends up going back on it or something. Yeah, it, it definitely does seem like Charles has that ability, though. And, um, you know, I, I I think it's interesting. Obviously, we know that Charles' daughter's Penny, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you got Desmond out there somewhere, 
either on the on the island or off the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and Penny obviously is somebody that is just an innocent bystander, kind of similar to Alex, right? But um, you you got now you now you're crossing into getting a part of the survivor group mm-hmm. against Ben. Yeah, you know it's almost like you're you're shaping up to be like a civil war of yeah. sorts. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I just think that this whole conversation is so cool. It's like it's like these two guys could probably answer most of the mysteries about this show, mm-hmm. and they both understand what's going on. And this is like the first time we've really seen them interact together. Right, it's just so cool. So um, yeah, that's most of what I have from the episode. We have some great comments from the forum um, here. Debbie says, "Love the release of the smoke monster, but hated Alex being killed. It was mm-hmm. so shocking." Anyone else think it was Ben, not Winmore, that set up Nadia's death so that Saeed would play Hitman for him? What do you think about that? I mean, it, with the smile walking away and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I mean, I can totally, I can see that. Um, although the conversation that Ben had with the gentleman uh, when he was cornered, mm-hmm. did he did say, you know, I know who you work for. I wanted you to tell, you know, I mean, so it was, there was a conversation that it, this was a Widmore guy, you know, yeah. at least that's what I alluded to. So yeah. if that being the case, then this guy obviously probably didn't, didn't kill mm-hmm. uh, Nadia, maybe Ben killed her or had her killed and then just framed this guy. Right. So he could use Saeed to get rid of the people he was wanting to get rid of for some reason. Yeah. Because it, at this, at this point we've seen Widmore's people, try to get in touch with Hurley. Mm-hmm. Um, now now maybe this guy was going to try to get in touch with Saeed right. you know, to get some information, not mm-hmm. to kill anybody. Yeah, now thinking about it, it does seem very unlike Ben for Ben to be so interest and interested in helping Saeed get revenge oh, yeah. on Widmore's people. Yeah. So it's almost like Ben has these people he once killed for some reason, mm-hmm. and he's going to do whatever he has to do to convince Saeed to help him do it. Yeah, well, these people, to me, seem like informants. Like, they're trying uh-huh. to get... Infor- well, they, they're trying to get these people that I've gotten off the island mm-hmm. to give them information about the island. So right. if Widmore... Or if Ben can knock them off... Right. You know? Yeah, and the, the whole episode, I forget which one it was, a few episodes ago when Saeed was on the golf course and yeah. kill, killed the guy. It's like the guy clearly knew that it was a big deal that he was one of the Oceanic Six yeah, and was, like, scared mm-hmm. from the second he found out. So it's like these are people that know something about the crash and about the island even mm-hmm. maybe, and they're trying to do something, and Ben's wanting to stop them from doing it. Yeah, whatever exactly. So BCK Lockhart writes, One very shocking episode and jam-packed with action and mystery. The first thing that interested me was the doctor washing up on shore before he dies. Again, this just threw a wrench into everybody's time theories that they had worked on after the missile test and 30-plus minute difference in time. The whole Faraday test. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The missile arrived later than expected. The doctor arrived sooner. That's a great point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I was thinking about that huh. earlier. I was thinking, well, up before we were thinking that this is back in time, right? You know, at some point, and then I was thinking, well, this now alludes to the fact that it's in the future, you know, to a certain degree, right? So I, I was, I was thinking about that, and I was trying to put that together in my mind. But that, um, 
I, you know, that's why I, I'm kind of I'm kind of confused on that. You know, I don't know which it is. Yeah. You know, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's not it's, set. Maybe exactly. it's different. Like maybe you know, one time it might be a forward in time. One time it might be back. Exactly. In time, yeah. And and they don't know which it's going to be. That kind of definitely alludes to that. I mean. Uh huh. So. He says, we see that Ben summoned Smokey, you know, the death of Alex, Ben saying that he changed the rules, and Ben visiting Charles in London. Mm-hmm. And that he mentions that Ben can't kill Charles. And he says, I'm excited to hear what Anton will have to say about this truly great episode. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I obviously liked it a lot. I mean, yeah. it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about the rules thing a little bit already. I just... Um, there's so much here, and it's, and I love that this is called the shape of things to come because I think it really does hint mm-hmm. at where what the direction of the show is. Yeah, it's definitely a, pretty exciting. Definitely a change from what we've had so far. Yeah. So Nathaniel Starr writes, "This is my favorite episode of the season. I feel it does set the tone for what is to come for sure. It also it's also the episode that made some of the people that I convinced to watch the show to go from a show they love to a show that they felt was too depressing to put much hope into." Right after Alex died, my mother-in-law called me and chewed me out for getting into getting her into such a horrible show. By horrible, she meant a show that would kill a very likable young female character graphically and in cold blood. My mother-in-law still watches the show, but as she puts it, out of morbid curiosity just to see how it ends. Okay, he has some questions here. Do you think that Ben left the island just to try and get revenge on Widmore? Uh, that's my... At this point, This it seems like he's got... Well, I think he has two motives. One, revenge for Alex, and two, to stop them from getting to that island. Mm-hmm. You know, and he'll do anything he can to accomplish those two. Right. And he says, um, how do you feel about how dark the show has become? Um, I, I talked about this a little bit before about how it's been hard for me to um, uh, grasp just the change and just the, I guess, the like you said, the darkness of the depression mm-hmm. that comes along with, you know, you get so close to these people and you see them like struggling. You almost like feel like a friend or, you know, it's kind of weird. You almost feel like, you know, the person that's going through it and you yeah. kind of can't do nothing about it, you know? Um, but I, I can't see it staying this way, Yeah, you know, forever. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm an optimistic person. So I, I, mm-hmm. I have to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, in my mind, I see, you know, this, joyous like ending you know right if it ended with all in like committing suicide i'd be like oh like a big group suicide yeah like jim jones kool-aid style you know i'd be like oh my gosh i hate my life for watching this (laughs) you know yeah no doubt but that that would be horrible but i mean like i said so i'm optimistic that it will turn around i think that the lower we go the more joyful those highs are going to be oh yeah no doubt yep great point at first, you may think the rules are some type of rules of fair play by by the others, but do you honestly think Ben would go by you know some gentleman type rules, especially after they killed his daughter? It is it has to be something bigger than that, doesn't yeah. it? Something supernatural, right? Yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, do you think this is some agreement they've made no. amongst themselves, or do you think these are some supernatural boundaries that are set? I think they have to be boundaries because. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even we can date this back to like Ben saying we are people of our word, right? You know, and he won't kill. He like try to manipulate other people to kill people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, there is such rules. I and mean, even when every shot Locke, he knew right. he knew better. He knew mm-hmm. that Locke wasn't gonna die. You know, there was a there was rules there, 
Um, and Ben's tried to break those rules. Right. You know, so it's not just something that's agreed upon because we've seen Ben go against his own, you know, his, his own knowing, yeah. uh, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I think it's something definitely supernatural. Uh, I can't explain what it may be, but there's definitely something more than a, you know, a handshake over a golf, you know, golf match. Yeah, right, right. So Brendan and Bama, or Brandon and Bama writes, this is the best episode of season four, in my opinion. We see the recurring theme of games come to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And this is an aspect of the mythology, which I am very fascinated with. The whole show now seems to be a fight to the death chess match between Ben and Widmore. Alex is even referred to by Ben as a pawn. Mm -hmm. What if the entire show is an extremely complicated but quite literal game between these two men for control of the island and the power it possesses? I mean, we've we've talked about the games before so much mm-hmm. with Locke and and um, you know it's um, it's it's crazy to think that that would be the case, mm-hmm. but it could it could very well be that they're just both after the same thing and are d- willing to use or do whatever it takes to win you right. know but i i can't imagine what what satisfaction would be in the victory yeah uh, you know i mean unless unless uh the person that's on this island you know has the ability to live longer better and all these things right you know and windmore windmore's off trying to get back on you know i I couldn't imagine like the victory being sweet, especially losing your daughter and all the right. people that you cared about, and, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I, I think I left out this, the line from, from Midmore that this Island is mine, Benjamin. It always has, it will be again. Mm-hmm. So pretty much telling us that, you know, the Island in some way was involved with Widmore yeah. or Widmore was there or something. Yeah. And uh, that he's pretty much looking to find it again. You know, yeah. it will be again. Right. So, yeah, uh, great stuff there. Brandon, thank for that comment. I love the idea of having, like, this big game. And I love yeah. the fact that it looks more and more like Widmore is an important part of this whole story. Yeah. And uh, he's been here since season one and little bits and pieces, but now it's like he becomes more and more of an important part mm-hmm. of what the show's all about. I mean, if you think of, like, and this is going way back, but if Widmore is the same type of person that Ben is, Mm-hmm maybe the whole Desmond thing was a manipulation thing to begin with to get him to do what he wanted to do. It's like he kind of used the whole Ben thing on him. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be with my daughter. Da, da, da. And he knew that he was going to try to go out and prove his point and that he would end up on this island. Like, it's both of them do these things to get what they want. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I don't know. I just... It's interesting now to, like you said, to see something from that was small in the beginning become such a huge factor in yeah. the show. Yeah, and, and one of the things we'll do too over the hiatus is I think it would be fun to look at some of these types of stories, like mm-hmm. look at in depth at Widmore and how he's been involved throughout the series, right. and try to piece together as much as we can about all of that. Okay. Anything else from the episode? I think that's it. Well, on Friday we'll be discussing something nice back home, a Jack centric episode. Um, actually, I think I called this one a Jack centric episode, didn't I? I can't remember if this I, was a Jack centric episode or not. This one. This was more of a Saeed, I guess, yeah. centric episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the next one is a Jack centric episode, and I'm looking forward to discussing that one just because of the things we find out about what happened off the island. So until then, we hope you all have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.